Hello and welcome to Bookmarks, our book talk series here on the NBPL Podcasts channel. My name is Bethany and I will be your host for this episode. Welcome to this episode of Bookmarks. So if you've clicked on the title of this podcast, you're probably thinking, what in the world is a dramatic reading? Well, a little bit of background. Every time we get new books in here at the library, they get unloaded onto a cart. And because most staff can't resist taking a look at what is brand new, uh, many of us gather around the cart and uh, you know pick up books uh, and start reading the, uh, the back or the blurb. And inevitably, that turns into what we call dramatic readings. Usually this grows out of the paperbacks that are often um, on the cart. So things like Harlequin romances or mysteries are the type of thing that we will pick up. And because the plot is either so ridiculous or includes so many things, we feel like we need to read it aloud to everyone in the room. So that's where dramatic readings came from. So we thought as a cure for the February blues, we would put together a podcast episode, a few dramatic readings uh, done by some volunteer readers from the staff. Uh, So we hope you enjoy and there might be more uh, dramatic reading uh, podcast episodes in the future. All of the books mentioned in this episode and read from in this episode are available from the library, mostly in print, but some are also available as an audiobook, and they are all linked in the show notes. Without further ado, let's get started. The Laird Takes a Bride, The Penhallow Dynasty by Lisa Byrne, who is a bright new voice in the genre according to RT Book Reviews. Alistair Penhallow, Laird of his clan and master of Castle Tag, is forced to end his carefree bachelorhood thanks to an ancient decree that requires him to marry. But Alistair's search for a biddable wife comes to a screeching halt when fate serves up Fiona Douglas. Prickly as a thistle, Fiona challenges him at every turn, rendering herself surprisingly irresistible. Her love would be a prize indeed, if Alistair could accept it. Fiona gave her heart once and doesn't plan to repeat that folly, yet she finds herself drawn to Alistair's intelligence and strength, and the passion he incites goes well beyond her expectation for what's only a marriage of convenience. Despite herself, she's falling in love with her husband, but there's a high wall between them, and Fiona's not sure it can ever be torn down. The book is called I Let You Go by Claire McIntosh. On a rainy afternoon, a mother's life is shattered as her son slips from her grip and runs into the street. I Let You Go follows Jenna Gray as she moves to a ramshackle cottage on the remote Welsh coast, trying to escape the memory of the car accident that plays again and again in her mind, desperate to heal from the loss of her child and the rest of her painful past. At the same time, the novel tracks the pair of Bristol police investigators trying to get to the bottom of this hit and run. As they chase down one hopeless lead after another, they find themselves as drawn to each other as they are to the frustrating, twist-filled case before them. Elizabeth Haynes, author of Into the Darkest Corner, says, I read I Let You Go in two sittings. It made me cry, made me gasp out loud, and above all, 
made me wish I'd written it. The Governess Game by Tessa Dare The Accidental Governess After her livelihood slips through her fingers, Alexandra Mountbatten takes an impossible post, transforming a pair of wild orphans into proper young ladies. However, the girls don't need discipline. They need a loving home. Try telling that to their guardian, Chase Renaud. Duke's heir in the streets and a devil in the sheets. The ladies of London have tried and failed to make him settle down. Somehow, Alexandra must reach his heart without risking her own. The infamous rake. Like any self-respecting libertine, Chase lives by one rule, no attachments. When a stubborn little governess tries to reform him, he decides to give her an education in pleasure. That should prove he can't be tamed. But Alexandra is more than he bargained for, clever, perceptive, passionate. She refuses to see him as a lost cause. Soon, the walls around Chase's heart are crumbling, and he's in danger of falling hard. Assaulted Caramel, an Amish candy shop mystery, written by Agatha award-winning author Amanda Flower. Bailey King is living the sweet life as an assistant chocolatier at world-famous J.P. Chocolates in New York City. But just when Bailey's up for a life-changing promotion, her grandmother calls with news that her grandfather's heart condition has worsened. Bailey rushes to Harvest, Ohio, where her grandparents still run Sisman Sweets the Amish candy shop where she was first introduced to delicious fudge, truffles, and other assorted delights. She finds her grandfather is doing better than she feared. Unfortunately, the same can't be said for a local English developer whom Bailey finds dead in the candy shop kitchen with Jebediah King's chocolate knife buried in his chest. Now the police are sweet on her grandfather as the prime suspect. Despite the sincere efforts of a yummy deputy with chocolate brown eyes, Bailey takes it on herself to clear Jebediah. But as a cunning killin' tries to fudge the truth, Bailey may be headed straight into a whole batch of trouble. Requiem for a Mezzo by Carola Dunn With dashing Scotland Yard inspector Alec Fletcher at her side, Daisy Dalrymple is enjoying a delightful performance of Verdi's Requiem, featuring her neighbor Muriel Wesley's celebrated sister Bettina. When all that emerges from the doomed diva's vocal cords is a dying gasp, Daisy soon discovers that the notoriously difficult opera star had her share of adversaries, among them a smugly philandering tenor, a burly Russian bass, and even her own vocal coach husband, with whom she shared a hardly harmonious marriage. Did one of them fatally poison the acclaimed mezzo? Or was it someone else? Someone determined to see that Daisy's investigation ends on as bitter a note as Bettina's fateful last performance. In a Badger Way by Shelley Lawrenston, part of the Honey Badger Chronicles, a Kensington paranormal romance, and the sequel to Hot and Badgered.
Petite, kind, brilliant, and young, Stevie is nothing like the usual women bodyguard Shen Li is interested in. Even more surprising, the youngest of the lethal, ball-busting, and beautiful McKilligan sisters is terrified of bears. But she's not terrified of pandas. She loves pandas. Which means that whether Shen wants her to or not, she simply won't stop cuddling him. He isn't some giant stuffed panda, you know. He is a giant panda shifter. He deserves respect and personal space, something that little hybrid is completely ignoring. But Stevie has a way of finding trouble, like going undercover to take down a scientist experimenting on other shifters. For what, Shen does not want to know, but they'd better find out. And fast. Stevie might be the least violent of the Honey Badger sisters, but she's the most dangerous to Shen's peace of mind. Because she has absolutely no idea how much trouble they're in, or just how damn adorable she is. NBPL Podcasts is a production of the North Bay Public Library. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. Also, if you know someone who might be interested in this series, please share this with them. Follow the North Bay Public Library on Facebook and connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at North underscore Bay PL.